Dan um, untuk di episode um, yang kedua ini kita akan review um, trailer dari Wheel Coaster yang bikin Marvel But let's talk about there's been a few names that have gone out the wazoo and we're getting them out uh, earlier this year when they made some of the announcements um, that do have that the Terminator um, and I have a good friend of mine saying that that one I've seen the Joker as well so we're gonna have Andre from Dark Knight Rises um, and talk about it in full capacity so at some point there'll be some order in that And if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's definitely still worth a check out. Uh, we will review it there. Uh, but the movie that we're going to be discussing today is going to be Motherless Brooklyn. Uh, it's starring Edward Norton, uh, Willem Dafoe, Bruce Willis. Um, it has uh, Alec Baldwin as well. Um, and it is um, directed and produced by Edward Norton. So that is pretty great. Um, if you don't know what Motherless Brooklyn is, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why in a minute. Edward Norton because we talked about the quote and we talked about the the East Coast no matter where we are or however much you want uh, New York or even my heart sinks so that's why I went to go watch it originally I had no idea what it was um, and then little by little I was given this great Norman Rider um, that I'm a big fan of I love Norman Rider it's great um, great great movie great book um, and this Mother's Brooklyn is actually based on a novel that was released in 1989 uh, by Duncan Russell. Russell. Um, and so it, we follow this guy in Brooklyn that is missing. And that's why it's called Motherless Brooklyn. Um, it was played by Edward Norton. Um, the character is actually named Lionel Oswald. And he's a PI and he works with Bruce Willis. The cool thing about Edward Norton's character is that he has this wife, Anita, who plays Duncan Trail. Um, and so we meet him, and he's always in stories. And um, you get to know really early on uh, Lionel, right? Um, and we have Bruce Willis himself as the Bruce Willis character. When we first introduced by it, we don't we don't know who he is, what he does, what they do. Uh, we just know that.
because Clank is like, okay, so Linus is in full control of this. Now, Spiner has to rest, and he can't be barely control it. He's just so over killing them daily. Um, and so, yeah, the guy gets upset. He's like, what do you mean Linus is going to be taking care of you? And he goes, what did I say last week that I wanted to be like? And the other dude's like, I don't know. And Clank asks uh, Linus, what did I say when I wanted to be like? And Linus is able to very vividly describe what he said, what he did, and what actions that he was taking, and what is it that he did. And then, like, the memory deepens. So Colossus knows that Linus has almost like a photographic memory um, that has correctly and really bothering him to be able to remember little small details like that. And he's he's able to use this ability throughout the movie um, to remember things. So uh, one thing that I wasn't a big fan of is like Bruce Willis is a big like name. So is Edward Norton. Um, but he's only in the movie for about like 10 minutes, I think, again. Um, and so Clank goes up the stairs. He's meeting some people. You don't know who he's meeting. But he gives uh, Linus and the other dude a very like specific set of instructions. So Linus uh, goes ahead to a phone booth and uh, gives a call to the phone guy and goes to the phone and uh, Linus is like, hey, we're here. And Clank puts the phone into like a drawer. Said I got Linus to hear what you're talking about. Again, remember Linus is able to remember details uh, without a problem. And so, um, things go down upstairs, and and the people that uh, Clankman are meeting with Bruce Willis decides to meet. Uh, they go ahead, go up the stairs, and they have a conversation. And then, all of a sudden, they're like, "Let's take a drive," because they think that they're stuck, right? Uh, they because we don't know what's going on. Like we do know, but we don't know like what exactly are the details to it, um, and it's a great twist as to what it is, what the details were. Um, and then, um, Lionel has to run to the car and tell us the other dude to start driving. Um, but then it looks like something else is happening and he's not able to read Linux code correctly. So he opts to follow in the car and they're heading towards Queens, which is another borough in New York that they're able to cross the toll, uh, the car that Minnow drives is able to cross the toll head. paying the toll and they have to pay the toll so they kind of have to like throw money in this tip right um, and then at one point they lose him in the bridge and when they find him they see that when uh, Bruce Willis's car is running from his vehicle and then as they reverse back because they had passed him um, when they shot him and then they reverse back and they see that uh, Willis's car is being shot um, and then they take him to the hospital and this is where plunge the whole thing to like this is what sends the whole movie into motion right and so um Lionel starts going over what's going on there's a few things that got that happen in between that are important to the story but I don't want to mess it up for you guys uh so Lionel starts thinking about things and starts following the clues that uh Frank left behind who was he talking to? Who was he interrogating? Who did he photograph? Um, because it turns out that Frank is actually uh, a PI. 
And so for every, if I'm not mistaken, the rules for a film noir movie are it has to be um, a washed up or a PI that has some type of addiction. Like it could either be alcoholism or something that doesn't allow them to to be successful and they're always after that big money score, right? Um, the next one is that you need a femme fatale, someone, a female that's going to get you killed or that's going to do the killing at some point. Um, and we meet all those requirements. Like everything that requires to have a film noir is met in this movie. Um, it just so happens that, yeah, um, Mina's agency was a little behind in money. And then the detective that we had, which is our reluctant hero, has a disability, which is his Tourette's, which is not much of a disability, honestly, as you're watching the movie. Um, and there's details that we learn about Lionel of his parents or his mother and what it's supposed to do and how it's like, how it goes through with him. Um, and then we meet our femme fatale, right? Um, which is this woman that he kind of likes, but he doesn't instantly fall in love with her, I guess. Um, there's a very specific moment and a very specific thing that happens that he starts to feel comfortable with this woman. And it was it was just genius the way that they did it um, because we were told a particular important part of narrative and then it just happens. Um, but that character didn't know. It was just something that they did to uh, to calm Lionel down, which was pretty, really great. Um once you correlate everything together. And you could kind of see where they're telling, not showing. Um, but I don't know if there would be another way where that could have happened and we could have, we as the audience could have correlated the two together. Um, but it's a great, it's a great movie. It's a great, um, lots of turns and twists that I really enjoyed of it. And I can't wait. Um, to watch it again. I could definitely watch it again. It was a two and a half hour movie, but it was just a fun movie to watch. And I think everybody should go ahead and watch a really good movie once or twice in their lifetime. And this is one of those good movies. So I definitely recommend uh, Motherless Brooklyn, especially if you like detective films, um, especially if you like film noirs. It's definitely a great one. It's um, a genre that is not always made. It's not always well made, but when it is, it's great. And so Motherless Brooklyn, go watch it full price at the movie theater. Um, you know, it's a great date movie. I took my significant other to go watch it with me, um, and she enjoyed it as much as I did. So definitely go watch Motherless Brooklyn. came out November 1st, so this is coming out three days later. Um, definitely a watch. And this is a short episode, so... I hope you guys like it. Let me know if you'd rather longer episodes or shorter episodes down in the comments on Instagram or on any platform that you listen to. Uh, just tag Real Bearded News if you found this. You know how to spell it. If you don't, it's R-E-E-L Bearded News. Um, don't forget to keep reading those comic books. Keep watching that anime rock and roll. And above it all, guys, stay nerdy.